This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Yep, it is another day, another Spazzing Out America's podcast, and another problem with equipment. I think think I'm just going to forget about doing uh, live streams on YouTube and Twitter and Periscope and uh, Instagram and any other medium besides Facebook because nothing else seems to work until I can get proper equipment that just, you turn it on and it works. I mean, I, of course, I'm using a laptop that I, that was, you know, shit, the thing's probably six years old now, so I can understand why that doesn't work. I use one of my iPads, which is from 2017. That thing works like a charm. I use my daughter's iPad, but bought like two years ago. Works great. My, my cell phone works sometimes when I'm trying to do a live stream. Sometimes it doesn't. No biggie. The purpose of, of doing the live stream is just to interact with some people while I'm doing the podcast. I really don't need to do the live stream. Not a lot of people watch on the live stream. Most people listen to the podcast on on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, Hey Alexa, Play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast, Radio.com, um, iHeartMedia, wherever you get your podcast. Or you can go to AnthonyPaziali.com and you can get the podcast that way. So that seems to be the ideal thing to do and to just stop bitching about the other stuff until I get it fixed. But it just drives me nuts. It, it absolutely drives me insane because I do have some people that have been emailing me that, that like to watch on YouTube and I can't figure that out. And people that like to watch on Periscope and I can't figure that out. And on Twitter and on Instagram. But whatever. If they want to watch the show, they're going to have to come on over to Facebook. So we'll move on from that. Check this out, guys. All right. Uh, my brother Mike and his wife Jamie sent me a nice little birthday gift. My birthday is tomorrow, December 3rd. They sent me a t-shirt. Uh, if you're watching on the live stream, you can you can see it. I'm going to stand up. It says uh, spazzing out. It's a nice t-shirt. You know, what's great about this t-shirt. It's unique because it's mirror flipped. So if you look behind me, my there's a sign behind me with my face, with me on me, watching me while I do a podcast about me. Well, the letters, you can't read the, the podcast thing because it's flipped. Well, they made me a shirt so that you can read it. See, spazzing out back there, you can't read it. Spazzing out, you can read it. So I'd like to thank my brother Mike and uh, his wife Jamie for being so thoughtful. I should just, listen, let's be honest. I should thank Dr. Paziali. Uh, that's my brother's wife is a doctor. We, I should thank her because she is most hold on. I gotta let me. My phone is gonna absolutely piss me off. So we're just gonna turn it off. I'm gonna get it out of sight, out of mind. <clears throat> we should just thank her because I know my brother. He's like me, and no way in hell does he have the ability to be so so thoughtful to one of his brothers. Um, and also, we're not like that. None of us. None of us brothers. We we hardly even text each other on our birthdays. We do care about each other, but. We ain't passing out gifts to each other. It just isn't happening. That's not how we were raised. We're not, we're not, but, uh, uh, trust me, this card is more likely my brother Mike's idea than, than uh, um, Jamie's idea. Here, so the card in itself cracks me up. He didn't write it, 
But it, it says, uh, we hope you like the shirts. One is mirror image for you to wear on your podcast. It will show correctly when recording. The other is to wear in public. Follow your dreams. We love you. He didn't fucking write that. This dude didn't write that. He, even better. And then, then it says, you know what's great about this card? Yeah, I, I, it, <laughs> uh, my brother Mike has three kids, three daughters. The poor bastard has three daughters. I feel so bad for him that he has to deal. But it, it, it's payback, right? It's payback time. And you're going to have three daughters and you're going to be dealing with that shit. But what's great is now I, like, I know Ryland and uh, uh, Kinsley, but I always forget Emerson. I'm like, what's his what's his last daughter's name? Well, they wrote it here. So he has uh, three daughters: Ryland, Kinsley, Kinsley, and Emerson. And this was this is P.S. We know you love money. At least they know that. We know P.S. We know you love money. Don't spend this all in one place. This pot was definitely my brother's mic. He gave me a cool one dollar bill in the card. So I like to thank my brother Mike, uh, as he would say, "Quee." And I will keep on to this $1 bill until I get another dollar and 12 cents. And then I can buy two egg and cheese wraps and Dunkin' Donuts because it's $2.12. Yes, I absolutely love cash. If you're going to give me anything for my birthday, give me something practical, something I would use. We'll, we'll have a whole conversation tomorrow about gifts that you should buy for someone for their birthday. If you're going to even buy something for them for their birthday, you shouldn't. Birthdays are just another reason to pick a poor man's pocket along with fucking Christmas. And I'm not a bah humbug. I actually love Christmas. I just hate spending money. So thank you to them. And I thought it was pretty funny. But the shirt, check it out. It's pretty cool. Okay, why don't we get into some stuff uh, for spazzing out into into some topics. And then I'm going to head out. I'm going to go to work, okay? So the vaccine has been approved the Pfizer vaccine, I just want to get this out. Sometimes I like to just get news out without giving an opinion and just kind of move on. The vaccine in England, the Pfizer vaccine has been approved and it's going to start getting passed out basically next week. They're going to get 20 million doses or 40 million doses. The Pfizer vaccine comes in two doses. So 20 million people in England are going to be the guinea pigs and they're going to start getting the vaccine. And, and I like the idea of, of having someone else test this sucker out before other people because the vaccine itself, it, it I don't know. Listen, bro, I'm, I'm not a scientist. I can't even make a fucking sandwich, okay? Or at least, actually, dude, I do make a mean sandwich. That thing that I made the other day was great. Cheese, pickles, chips, mustard, bomb. But the, the vaccine, it, it, it has, I don't know what mRNA is. I guess it's messenger um, RNA. I, I don't even know what RNA stands for. It, it's, it's an R instead of a D. So you have DNA. Well, now you have RNA. I, I don't, I have fucking no clue. All I know is has something to do with the, the, the things inside, bro. It's got something to do with the things inside your body. I don't know much about it, but I'm, I'm nervous that it's going to change your DNA. I have no clue. So let's try it out on other people. Let's try it in England. Fantastic. Here in the United States, they're trying to get approved by the FDA. Um, they're, they're, it'll probably get approved. We'll probably stop passing out dosages by the end of the month before the, before the new year. Congress or their advisory, uh, advisory board on who knows what. They have 5,000 advisory boards on, on health, immunizations, whatever they call it. 
They have said that the healthcare workers, 22 million of them, will get that first. And then another 3 million old fogies who are in long-term healthcare or long-term uh, assisted living places or uh, fucking nursing homes, they're going to get it. I think they should give it to the 3 million old people first. See how it affects them. They're already dead. I'm not trying to be harsh, but that's just how it is. You're 70 plus. You should take one for the team. You should try this vaccine out. See if it works for us. And if you die, you die. You were going to die in like five years anyways. When when people, That's one of those. You know what? Please, I have to get this off my chest. One of my pet peeves is when people... They, when they're, you know, like when your 90 year old grandfather dies or your 90 year old grandmother and people are like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. What'd they die? If you look at me, they, they're fucking 90. What do you, what do you mean? What did they die of? Oh, oh, it's so terrible. Terrible. But they lived till they're 90 years old. They were probably begging. They were like, please they, they, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. They were begging. They, they probably wanted to die 20 years ago. They're like, I'm 70. I'm good. Check me out. I have, I took my one good year. We all know my rule on this, on this podcast is that I'm not going to have enough money for retirement. I'm, I'm going to save up for one good year. Uh, when, when I decide to retire, however old I, I am, 69, 70, 71, then the next year, that whole year, I'm just going to go on a goddamn bender and spend every dime I have. I'll have one good year of my life and then kill me. Then I'm dead. Uh, they stuff me in a nursing home as I slowly die. Whereas they pump me with medication so that the state continues to funnel money into their system so that they can stay open. But and t- I'll get back to the vaccine. I just have to... I burns me when I see... Listen, anytime somebody dies, it's tough. I, I could tell you that. I, I know this. My father passed away. It sucks when someone dies. My my grandfather died in his nineties, and I and it was tough. It, it it was tough on his kids. You know, my uncle, my my dad, and my my aunt Elena. It it sucks. But oh man, in ninety six, the conversations that I listen to people are like, oh, can you believe how he die? It's what person. I'm I'm telling you. I'm as I so I guess the next person in my family that that might die might be my mom, right? So when my and she'll live. This lady, it that she'll be in a she's in a nursing home right now because she's so fucked up from all the alcohol that she drank and all the drugs that she did. But she will live a long time. And when she dies in her nineties, and someone like asks me, hey, when she dies in her nineties, dude, I'm gonna be in my seventies. Someone's gonna ask me. They're gonna be like, so hey. Oh my god! Oh, I'm so sorry. What what happened to your mom? I'm just gonna, bro. She fucking she was ninety. She died of old age. It's like when Joe Biden dies, and and, and the world's like, blah, 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 breaking news. Joe Biden is dead, and people are like, oh, what did he die of? The guy's eighty. What, what what do you what do you mean? What did he die of? I I hate it, and I don't mean to be heartless about it, honestly, because it still sucks to lose someone, but it's so annoying. It, well, what did he die of? I, what, what do you mean? The guy lived 85 years. He lived 90 years. He died of old age. And people are like, oh, you know, he had a heart attack. If the fucking wind blew, the guy was going to die. He had a heart attack. Yes, he he died. The wind blew. It knocked him over. And he had a heart attack because he fell on the ground really hard. It, a piece of paper. Dude, you would do when you're 80, you'll die from a paper cut. A, a piece of paper blew off the table and it slit his throat and he bled out because he's 80 years old and, is, and he's frail. <laughs> what did he die of? 
And so I want to, it just cracks me up. I, I, I don't know how the hell I got on this, but let's move from that back to the vaccines. I think that here in the United States that we need to give the vaccines to the old people. Give it to the old people. Let them test it for us. Let them be the guinea pigs. Let's see what happens to the old folks. Let's and, and trust me, the government wants to get rid of the old people anyways because they don't want to pay them Social Security, which save them a shit ton of money, which we're going to get into money uh, and, and the new proposed stimulus package and Liz Warren and how she wants to give out free student loans. And I still got to do a breakdown of capitalism, but we'll have to do that tomorrow because every single day I wake up and I read something different that makes my head want to explode and America needs to pull its head out of its ass. America needs to grow up. America, you're a big boy. America, you're a grown-ass man. Pull up your fucking pants and start taking care of yourself. We're going to get to that. But first, the, the, please, please, give the vaccines to the elderly. Give the vaccines to the old folks. Let's see if it works. If it works, great. Then stop passing it out to everybody else. You might take it. You might not take it. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't care. I Honestly, I, I, I put enough uh, alcohol in myself that the alcohol probably kill me. Not that, not a stupid vaccine. I, I don't know. But let's test it on, on frail old people that are going to die in the next five years anyways. I have this conversation with people all the time. They like talk to me and they're like, oh, my dad's 75. And I said, man, so you got like five years left with them. And they get, what? Why would you say something like that? I'm like, well, because your dad's 75. He's, he could die at any moment. At 75, it's over. At any given moment, you're 75 plus, you are going to die at any second. You're going to be driving and you're going to blow a stop sign and you're going to get scared. You're dead. You're going to, you know, some kid's going to tap on your window and spook you. You're dead. When you're seven, it's over. So people get pissed about it. But the fact is, you really, when you get to 75, how much time do you really have left? Five, six, seven years, something like that. You should start talking to your parents about getting their damn affairs together when they get that old. You say, hey, look, dad, I love you. Mom, I love you, but you're 75 and the chances of you making it the next five years aren't really good. It, it's, you get a better chance of, of surviving cancer at fucking 40 than you do surviving old age at 75. So get ready. Get yourself ready. Be, be, don't be shocked. Don't pull the old, oh, I can't believe they died. I can't believe they lived. Honestly. So try it on the old folks. Let's get it to them. Let's get it out to the 75 plus community. Well, they'll be our guinea pigs. They'll be our new monkeys. The elderly, I've always thought this, that when we run out of the monkeys to test, start testing the old people, the 80 plus. Just, just make it, make it patriotic. This, we love this in America. Make it patriotic. Go find some 80-year-old dudes, right? They fought in the war. They're grizzled. They're veterans. They love America. And tell them, say, hey, listen, it's for America. Just get in there. So bring the flag in. You know what they should do? The vaccine, they should, they should make three vaccines. So they should, Pfizer should, should just make one that's fake. So that instead of having two, they should have three. And it's red, white, and blue. So they have a red one, white one, blue one. They come into an old 80-year-old guy and they say, hey, listen, you're going to take one for America. We got the red, white, and blue vaccine shot. You're going to try this thing out and we're going to see if it works. 80-plus-year-old people are the new monkeys. That's it. So forget it. 
We don't even have to test monkeys anymore. We're going to stop putting lipstick and we're going to start testing allergy medicine and cancer medicine and all sorts of shit on 80-year-old people because they're dead anyways. They're already dead. They're like poor unfortunate souls. You know the poor unfortunate souls from uh, A Little Mermaid? Ursula's got them all around. Remember King Triton? He's like... Well, let's start testing them. See if it works. And if it works on them, we're good. If it works on them, listen, if an 80-year-old guy lives to 81 after taking the vaccine, it fucking worked. It worked. Fantastic. He, if he lives to 85, then you definitely know it worked. Really does, but I'm telling you, man, I, I, I'm not a heartless person. I care about people. I really do, man. I love people. I, I, I do. I do. I do. But I'm, I'm like a realist. I, they were both, this guy just said I'm almost 80. My daughter called me 100 the other day. Uh, I care about people, but the honest truth is when you're 80 plus, you don't, you're, you're done. You don't have much time left and you might as well give yourself to the greatest country in the world. Step up and just say, hey, I'm 80. I'm, I'm willing to take, uh, you know, test, I'm willing to test out drugs for the rest of the American people to see if they work. I please give them a little money too. You know what? Go find some 80 year old people that don't have much money for an inheritance to give to their kids and say, look, you're going to take one. It's, it, you're going to take one. You're going to take the red, white, and blue for America. We're going to test these drugs out on you. We want to see if they work so that we can save younger generations. You're already dead. We're going to give you, I don't know, a hundred thousand, two hundred. We're going to give you five hundred thousand dollars. You might die today. You might die in a year. But guess what? Those are the same odds that you had now because you're 80. You might die today. You might die tomorrow. You, you, honestly, you could be sitting on the damn toilet taking a crap and you push too hard and your heart falls out your ass anyways. So what's it matter? We're going to give you 500,000. We're going to test all these, these vaccines on you. Not, not just for coronavirus, everything. We're going to give you the full load. You're going to get hit with cancer. We, we're going to literally, we're going to, we're going to use you to test everything. We're going to give you lettuce that, that's been sprayed with chemicals because we want to make sure there's no bugs in the lettuce. You're going to fucking eat that food and we're going to test it and see how it affects you. Are you okay with that? And any person, 80, that's not, that doesn't have money. If you're not rich, you don't need it. But any, any, anybody that's a middle-class guy that's 80 years old and he's like, ah, yeah, you gave me 500 grand. I might die. I'm going to die anyways. I can leave something to my kids. I'd do it. I'd do it in a hoppy. All right. So I just, the whole, the whole conversation started with Pfizer's vaccine being accepted and it's going to stop being used in England. So within a week or so, England is going to start using Pfizer's, um, vaccine. It comes in two two dosages. They're going to get 40 million of them, 20 million people in England are going to get them. Here in the United States, they're trying to push it through as well. And the United States has decided that 22 million medical workers are going to get first shot, are going to get it first. And then 3 million long-term assisted health care, I don't know what, the nursing home Old fogies are going to get it. And what I'm saying is that they should just give it to the old fogies first. Let them be the guinea pigs. Old folks should just be the guinea pigs for everything, especially if you're 80 plus, because your window of life is over. It's it, Your window, your time is up. The clock has, has already stopped. Literally, 
the you know you are most definitely in the winter of your life and and it's a fucking blizzard it's it's done you can't see it's white out conditions for 80 year old people or older and god if if i'm at a funeral for a family member for someone who's 80 plus and you fucking ask me how did they die i might fight you right at the funeral i literally i might fight you at the funeral i i might i might honestly rip your head off if you come up to me and you say, oh, how did they die? I, I might yell in the funeral hall and say, because they were old. They died of old age. They, they were 80. That's why. They, oh, I, I, I heard he had a heart attack. Yeah. yeah yep. Uh, the, the guy was eating cornflakes and he had a heart attack. Cornflakes caused a heart attack because he was 80. His throat. Uh, what, what happened? He choked to death on blood because he ate. He was eating Captain Crunch, and his skin is so frail that Captain Crunch cut up his throat and he bled to death because he was eighty. Okay, for those of you that are just joining and you can't uh, see the, the the live stream, you should go check out the live stream. My brother Mike bought me a T-shirt that says "Spazzing Out," and it's they bought me too. Mike and Auntie Jamie's wife. Um, uh, uh, I, but, you know, she doesn't want, like, Dr. Paziali, as I like to say, because she is a doctor. They bought me two t-shirts. Um, th- one is so that I can wear on the podcast and you can actually read it. And one is that I can wear on the street. My birthday is tomorrow. Tomorrow we'll have a nice long conversation about how birthdays are just another day. And they're just another reason to pick a poor man's pocket. And why birthdays and Christmas are something that was set up to keep people poor. It was set up, it was, it was a nice thought at the beginning about how you would get together and spend time with family, and then it got turned commercial, which I, I mean, hey, I'm all for capitalism, I'm all for people spending money, but it got turned for, for, for a different reason so that it would keep people poor, because we'll get into it tomorrow, but I just want you to think that if you've been buying Christmas gifts for, say, the past 20 years, how much money have you think you spent over the past 20 years? Me, personally, I bet you I'm upwards of $40,000 in 20 years of buying Christmas gifts. I, I, I'm telling you, I know over the past 10 years I am, you're, you're talking about spending, well, that's a, that's about $2,000. So maybe uh, 20000 So they'd say on average you spend about $1,000 on Christmas gifts. Man, what would you do with that twenty grand? you would love to have it back because trust me, I've thrown on half the gifts that I bought for people, that my kids. All right, let's, let, let's just get right into, um, all right, we, 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 here's what we need to talk about, okay? I wanted to talk about capitalism and the reimaging of capitalism, and I'm going to have a podcast on that because it's super important to me to convey to people that the way to save this country is through a free market, and the way to save this country is through capitalism. It's it it it, it literally capitalism continues to create jobs. It keeps it keeps things competitive, and it keeps creativity flowing, and it makes people want to be successful as well as prolongs the American dream. But before we get to that, I need to talk about things that kill the country, things that are not good for the, thinking that is detrimental to the United States and to future generations of this country. And America needs to literally understand that you are a big boy. You're now a man, America. You're almost 250 years old, and you're at that point where when you make big boy decisions, you have big boy consequences, and you got to pick up your pants and you got to deal with that shit. The government can't help you all the time. The government, it, it can in some instances, but every time it does, it, it makes you a weaker person. Liz Warren yesterday was making her case for to, to wipe, 
to forgive, as they say, it, student loans. Now, I want to be clear on that. Not all student loans would be forgiven. It's only the student loans that are owned or bought out by a federal organization. So in the housing market, you have Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. So I don't know what 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 the government organization has called it with the student loans that buys up the loans, but I can give it to you in the housing. So for example, let's say you bought a house and whatever mortgage company you use and you got a loan from a bank, well that mortgage typically gets bought by a government it, it, it's a partnership, right? So Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they're, they're a privately owned organization that is tied in with the government. The government doesn't own them, but they ride, they roll with the government back money. They use government funds to buy mortgages so that there's more money. So you buy a house and within a year, typically, that mortgage gets bought up by Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, so that the bank that actually gave you the money can go out and give out more mortgages. So now the government, is owning that loan, it technically. And they do the same thing with college loans. Kids go out, they take out ridiculous college loans for their education, and then a government-backed organization, they buy the loan so that the bank that gave you the original loan can go out and give more money. It helps. It's a good system. It's not a bad system. It really does help get more money out to the American people by having the government take the nut. And then the government benefits from it. This is one of the ways the government can make a little extra cash is they back the loan so they get the interest money. It helps out the government when it works out. But when it defaults, it sucks because the government loses that money. The bank didn't lose the money. The government lost the money, i.e. you, the American people, who originally, it's your money is what gets lost. So why I brought that up is the loans that are going to get forgiven are only going to be the loans that are government-backed loans. So if you have a loan that's a private equity loan or something like that, or you have it with a credit union, or I don't know where you get student loans. I didn't, I didn't take one. I, I, I fucking paid for it myself. I, you know, I, I grinded and I worked at night. I, please, I don't have to preach. I, I, you know what? I won't preach, but I will tell you this, that it's a huge slap in my face that I paid for college out of my own pocket, and you little fucks are going to get it for free. But it's a bigger problem for the United States. And that this is why I'm bringing it up. It's a bigger problem for our country moving forward as to why you need to take care of it or not take care of it and take your lumps. I'd rather you default on it. I would. I would much rather you default on it, learn a lesson, take your lumps, have seven years bad credit, seven years where you can't buy shit, where you can't get any credit, you can't get a car, you can't get a mortgage because no one will touch you because you stink because you fucking didn't pay your loan. That would be more preferable to me than, than someone stepping in and taking care of it for you. I'll explain why. So she's fighting for this and her, her outlook is disgusting to me. She is saying to Congress and to anybody that wants to listen that by wiping out student debt, it's going to be better for the economy than, say, a stimulus check, than, say, uh, <clears throat> handing out money. It, it, it's, it will help the economy grow. Now, listen, in theory, if people have more money to spend, it's good for the economy. So let's say, for example, I, I know someone that has $700 a month in student loan debt. Let's say that person all of a sudden now has $700 extra a month to go out. It's 700 more buying power. They can go out and they can buy stuff. The problem, 100%, is they will not go out and buy shit. They will go out and take more debt. They will 100% go out 
and take more debt. They will look and they will say, now I have $700. They think they have money. So they, I got a $700 more. They will go out and they will buy a car that they can't afford. And they won't buy a car. They won't take out a loan on a car for like 300 bucks or $250 or the cheapest one they can get. They'll be like, I got $700. I'm going to go get a car that's an $800 payment. They don't think about it. They don't. This is the problem with people. They don't sit down. They don't look at a car and they don't go, all right. I got 800 bucks a month. Let's just say you had $700 a month, right? So so let's, all of a sudden you get an extra $700. Then you're like, hey, if I get 700, I can surely afford a car payment for 800 because it's only an extra 100 bucks. First off, you're an idiot. You need to, and this is what the people who are going to get their money back are going to do. They're going to turn it right back into debt. It's just going to go right back into the cycle because they're idiots. <clears throat> so now you're going to get that. So now you're going to be paying out $800 a month, not $700, right? And now you're going to have a car and you'll get the extended loan. So you have that 72-month loan that's a dagger. You'll have that. Now you're at $800. But here's what you did wrong. Here's, here's, here's what most people do wrong when you go out to buy a car. You believe you have enough money with $400, $500, $700 a month for a car payment, but you didn't stop for a second and you didn't look at the car. You didn't ask the pertinent questions. You didn't say, okay, I'm going to have this car for 72 months, which is what, six years? If I have this car for six years, how many times will I have to get tire changes? How many miles will I put on it? And why is that important? Well, the tires on my truck, the cheap tires. I got tires, $700 to do all my tires. Then, you know, they do the stupid mountain roading. All in, you're in for about $850. And I'm going to have to do that maybe, I don't know. I'm already on my second pair of tires. I'll probably have to do it another time. So now you do, here, let's do easy math, you Todd's. Nobody thinks about this crap, but I, here, I'll have to take care of this for you as to why going from one, getting more money doesn't always necessarily mean a great thing. All right, so let's say I have to get ties three times, three sets of ties. Let's say I'm all in for 850 times three. That's $2,555, right? Let's divide that shit by 72 months, divided by 72 months. That's an extra $35 a month on my car payment. So now I'm already, I, I'm like, oh, I can afford 800 Well, actually now it's it's 835 How many times am I going to need an oil change over that time? I don't know. Let's say I drive a lot. Every every I, I do drive a wicked lot. I do. I, I get an oil change probably every three months. So let's say every three months, that's four times a year. Let's say it costs 100 bucks. Four times, that's 400 uh, over, uh, divide that by 12. 400 divided by 12. That's another $33 a month. Do that times. There's another $33. Fucking morons. You're already another another $70 a month on your car. And that doesn't include the other maintenance that you might need for the car and the ridiculous cost of repairs over that time, especially with electronic cars. So you people are morons. When you're looking at your budget, now that you've, now that, Liz Warren has swooped in and saved your ass. She's, oh, I'm, I'm going to save you. By the way, it should be illegal. Honestly, I think it should be illegal for politicians to talk about forgiveness of debt and, and, and for, for giving you free shit because it's how they buy your vote. They, they are literally using money to buy your vote. I, I want you to think about that. They're using your money, my money, me. Me, my money, they, I don't, I don't, bro, let me tell you something. I don't donate to Liz Warren's campaign. I'd like to see her go away, but guess what? 
I donate to her campaign because she uses the money that I pay the government in taxes to buy their votes. So she most certainly, I donate to her campaign all the time. Every time I pay taxes, I'm donating to a liberal's campaign to get reelected because they take my money and they buy your vote because people can't, can't do shit for themselves. Right. It, 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 but, but let's get back to the, to refocus here real quick. Why this whole shit's a problem. So now you have a 700, uh, 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 $700 a month student loan that's backed by the government. Liz Warren has swooped in. She's used taxpayer money to buy her herself re-election. She's, she's used my money. I've donated to her campaign unwillingly because I pay taxes. I've, I've donated to her so that she could turn around and go out to the American people and say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wipe free all government-backed college debt. And then there's tons of people that are all around. Oh my God, they'll vote for her, bro. Come on. Liz Warren's about to give you guys each $700 a month coming off, off other people's asses. But of course you, bro, all day long. Why would you vote? Why wouldn't you vote for Liz Warren? Liz Warren says, well, I'm going to give you free. And then you have a Republican that's much like your dad. This is why the, 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 I'm telling you, the Republican Party needs to be re-imaged or rebranded into the American Party, into the into the common sense I have to think about how to how to bring it to people, but you need to sell that working hard is the right way to go, and that's a tough sell because I want you to sit here. I want you to think about it, right? You're 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 a Democrat. You're just a person who's about to to vote for Senate, and Liz Warren's running up against a Republican, and Liz Warren comes out and say, "I'm gonna fucking give you free. I'm going to give you free, and, and what that means is I'm gonna wipe your student debts away." Well, now Liz Warren, and I'm telling you, man, they should, there should be a law against it because they're using, they're, they're, it's a sneaky way to use government. But, so you can't use government money like that, right? They, they, she's using your money to buy your vote. Do you get what I'm saying? So it, plain and simple, I work, I pay taxes. Then Liz Warren uses that tax money to buy your vote in the form of debt forgiveness for college. That's not the biggest problem here, but I just wanted to point that out. So when you say you don't support Liz Warren, bro, you support Liz Warren. You 100% you support any, any politician that is running on, I'll give you something for free. You've donated to their campaign unwillingly. Now, now here, here you go. Liz Warren comes out and you got all these mutants and she goes, Hey, you're going to vote for me. And why, why, why would I vote for you? Well, I'm, I'm going to give you fucking, I'm going to wipe your college debt free. People, yes. Then, then here's, here's the hard sell. The Republican comes out and says, I'm not going to give you free, what? I'm not giving you free college. I'm not wiping your debt free. The Republican comes out and says, why? Why would I take some hardworking guy's money and pay off your college debt? That's, that's what the Republican is at. The Republican's like, wait a second. Hell no. I'm not giving you money. The, the, the federal government needs that money for other shit. They, they need it to run the country. They, they need it for uh, military. They, they need it to better the United States. We, we got to... What? And that's... Therein lies the problem. The, the Democrats have done such a great job at making Republicans seem like your dad. And, and you, you don't want to deal with your dad. Your dad's a stern old man and he's a fucking grump. And that's what the Republicans have done. Oh, that's what the Democrats have done. The Democrats have, have forced you 
Literally, you donate to Liz Warren's campaign every time you pay taxes because she then in turn goes on TV and says, I'm going to give free stuff to the people of Massachusetts. So now she's using your money to get voted. And then she uses it against you. She gets out there and says, oh, yes. She's like mom. But dad's like, no, no toys. And mom's like, oh, yeah, toys. Toys. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah oh, don't listen to dad. I got to. Shh. She comes in real sweet. She's like, shh. Gives you a wink. She's like, shh. Don't tell dad. We're going to go to Toys R Us. And I'm going to get you some He-Men. I'm going to take it. Don't worry about it. That's my mom used to do it before my mom was a shithead. She'd come in. Oh, I'm like, oh, but I want. I, I want to get Skeletor. Oh, I want Cringer. I want Battle Cat. My father, like, get, get a job. I'm like, six. Get a job. You want to buy something. Mom comes in. Shh. Don't tell dad. But if you vote for me, I'm going to give you free stuff. And dad's going to fucking pay for it. That's what they do. Listen, I want you to understand. Everything can be brought. Everything government can be brought into your home. Dad doesn't want to buy you fucking toys. But dad's still going to pay for it because dad's going to give me money. All right, dad, mom, now his mom telling, telling, telling the little kid, dad's going to give me money and I'm going to buy you Cringer and then I'm going to buy you Skeletor and I'm going to buy you He-Man and fucking Battle Cat and it's going to be great and you're going to love me more than dad. You're going to think I'm the best and you're going to look at dad and be like, fucking guy doesn't want to give any money. That's what they do. It's, and it's the same thing. With Republicans and Democrats. Democrats have done a great job of being the the mom in the relationship. The Democrats have, have set up Republicans to be the bad guy, but yet the Republicans fund everything. Hear me out. Please, this is how it this is how it goes to the next level in the household. Dad typically is the breadwinner. It's a, it's like, dude, birthday gifts. Huh? How many times have you bought your own fucking birthday gift? You didn't actually go out and buy it, but you damn sure as hell paid for it, right? So this is this is this is how the shit works. Now you have Republicans, or you have people that that. I'm just going to fuck it. You have Republicans that go out, you work hard, you pay your taxes, and then you tell your boys, you're like, fuck Liz Warren. I ain't paying. I, screw her. Ed Marquis. Any, anybody. Barry, Barry Sanders. <laughs> fuck Barry, right? Bernie Sanders. Screw him. Screw these guys. I'm not giving them, I'm not funding their campaigns. I'm not giving them any money. None. Well, I'm going to send my money to Trump. Now you're funding two fucking campaigns. So now, he, again, so now you're, you're against it. I'm not going to fund it. But what you don't realize is every time you pay that income tax up to the government, every time you buy booze because the government has federal taxes on it, every time you buy gas because there's a federal tax on gas, anything that has a federal tax on it funds Liz Warren's campaign. They don't need the money, bro. They just straight up, they, they've got you hoodwinked. They are You're out there bitching about them and all the same time Liz Warren's looking at you going, dipshit. You're funding my campaign. She's flipping you off. She's dying laughing. She's like, what's this? Hey, guys, they all get together and they laugh. And they're like, hey, the American public is so fucking stupid, right? That they send money to Republicans to run for office. But what they don't understand is that they send trillions of dollars to us to get reelected because we go out there and we're like, yeah, dad doesn't want to give you free college, but mom will. Mom will do it. And that's how they get reelected. They double dip, man. It's crazy. So anyways, <clears throat> that's not the big problem. <clears throat> it is a big problem, by the way. So 
please understand. I This is a big thing that I'm trying to convey here. What time is it? I got to go to work. Here's a big thing to understand. You most definitely contribute to the campaigns of progressive liberals. The limousine liberals, you most definitely do if you pay taxes. They use your money to get reelected. They go out and say, free college. The Republicans don't. Republicans don't go out and say, free college. Their dad, they're stern. The Republican Party needs to find a way to tell America in a nice way that dad can't help you out. That you need to be a big boy, that you're a big boy now, and you need to pull up your pants and take care of yourself. It would be better for the United States, for this country, for people to fall on their ass and to get back up and build themselves back up to be stronger people than to be handed something. Understand that in the United States, when Liz Warren pushes for free colleges, or not free college, but for for debt forgiveness... She's collectively not allowing these people to fall on their ass. Now, do I want people to default on their loans? No. But it's but but it could happen. Shit, I back in 2006, I, I've defaulted on a couple loans. Funny thing is, is I still paid them off years later. I called up and I was like, hey, I defaulted on a loan. I did, I defaulted on a loan for like five grand. It was a credit card. I was just ass broke. I paid it back. I pay, now, I don't know that they got it because, you know, who knows who bought the debt, but I still I paid it back. And now I'm in that same spot right now where things are really tough and I, ha, I have operational debt that it's tough to pay off. I'm, I Basically, every day I'm, I'm, I'm on the line with someone sucking their fucking cock to try to get a couple more days. I, I'm doing everything I can. I, I want to pay it off, but if I can't and I fall on my ass and I lose everything... But that's, that's the price you pay. I don't want someone to swoop in and take care of me. I want to learn that tough lesson. I want to fall. You need to fall to be successful. You need to hit the bottom to rise up. And you, you, have, you will have no respect, no care for anything, no grind, no, no want to be successful or to, or to learn or become hardened and get tough if you've never fallen. And this right here is bad for our country because the Democrats, the limousine liberals, these progressives are telling their mom, mom is telling us all, don't worry. I'll be here to catch you. I'll catch you. You, Nothing will happen. We can't have that. We need people to fail so that they can get better. We need them to understand what it's like. We need them to get 5,000 phone calls a day from a creditor so that they'll never do it again. We need them to feel the squeeze. We want them. I want it. Call me every fucking day. Make me feel like a scumbag so that I can get better someday, so that I can rise up. To, please tell me someone understands what I'm trying to say. Understand that when the government wipes out college loans, that, that's the beginning. Next, they'll probably wipe out fucking mortgages, for crying out loud, that are backed by the government. To give the American people a hand up, it doesn't do any good for them. It is straight up like... like uh, what's that saying? I'm going to mess this up, but you know, I'll take you to the, to the lake and we'll go fishing and you know, I'll give you a fish and you can eat for a day. Or if I teach you how to fish, you can eat for the rest of your life. Well, that's, that's the, here is the government giving you fish and you're never going to learn how to go fishing for yourself. You're never going to learn how to put a worm on a goddamn hook. Not, not only that, you're, you're never going to get hooked. You, you ever hook yourself trying to put a worm on, on, on a hook? It hurts. 
It hurts. And when it hurts, you learn from it. You learn mistakes. And, and when you're starving and you're out there fishing, you'll, you'll learn that the, you know, the barber's out there. And when the barber just starts moving a little bit, you don't, you don't try to pull the thing back. It's just a fish flying back and forth. It's killing the bait. The fish is killing the bait. The worm's hanging there and the fish flying by. Boom, 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 boom. That's why the bob is moving. Give it a little second. Let a little slack go. Then the fish grabs it. Then you set the fucking hook. Pull that thing in. And then you eat. Then you eat. You grind. Then you eat. You don't die. You don't decide to make a decision. And then when the decision goes bad, you don't turn around to mom, Liz Warren, the government, the Democrats and say, help me. No, you raise up, man. You, 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 you fucking pull your damn pants up. You take your lumps. Simple. You take your lumps. There's no shame in that. It sucks. Life does suck and it's tough. And you make bad decisions. You Maybe you took out a bad student loan and that sucks. And it blows. But you got one or two options. You pay that bitch off or you take the shit route, which sucks. You can't. You admit it. You look for help. You call them. You call the debtors. You say, hey, look. Times are tough, I'm dying, and, and, and none of this like, you know, times are tough, woe is me. Just, hey, I did everything I could. I, I grinded, I've been working eight, I've been working 24 hours a day trying to take care of this. I, I need more time. Work something out with them. But it's more preferable for you to default. I do, obviously, I don't want you to default because if a shit ton of people default, it fucks the economy. I mean, shit, you got, you know, 100 million people, if they defaulted on their debt, we'd be fucked. The, the, the whole point of the matter is you need to go through that process to be a stronger, better person. All right, I got I got to go to work, dude. I, I can't. I got I got shit to do. I have work to do because I have debt that I have to pay. I, I'm trying to do the best I can with what I got. I Trust me that I am not preaching to people from some fucking ivory tower. I'm dying just like everybody else. I'm out every single day trying to get an inch closer to where I need to be. Every day, every single day, if I ever got into the conversation about how fucked my company is right now because of what's going on, it, 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 the weight of it would crush a normal person. I'm telling you, but it's okay because I, I have determination and I, every day I say, pull up your pants and get out there and just do the best you can goddamn do and get an inch closer to your goals. Just get this much closer, this much better. Every single day, don't look for handouts. Don't wait. Don't try to hit the scratch ticket. Don't don't hope that Liz Warren or that the, the 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 you know Mitt Romney and the other senators can come together with the fucking stimulus package to help your ass out. Help yourself out. And if every American could just help themselves out, we'd have the greatest country again. This country would be the greatest country on the planet. It, it would be the American dream company. I, I, I always call it a company country instead of the hand me something country. Thank you for listening to Spazzing Out America's Podcast.